Welcome, welcome, welcome. We here live with the fourth episode installment of the producer pull up. I'm your man V. P Funk. We here. And we here with the culinary boys. We're gonna let them all introduce themselves personally. Hey, what's good? It's your boy Streetwise fifty two eighty, culinary boys representative manager, do everything. It's your boy Rye Bread Cooking, the wizard. Man, it's DZ on the track. You hear me? That DZ drip. You hear me? <laughs> and welcome, fellas. How y'all doing today, man? Good, man. How you Should doing? be blessed up, bro. Wonderful, wonderful. Yes. How you feeling good? Yeah, sure. So, what's up? We're going to get into it, man. Uh, if y'all want to tell everybody a little bit where y'all from, how y'all got started, you know what I mean? Yeah, get into it yeah. like that. Shit. You want to start off DZ drip? Or we want to start with the old one? <laughs> uh, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. You hear me? Born and raised, but um, I just moved to Denver about two years ago. Uh, I touched down in Denver and like really just put my name in. You hear me? Put my work in. I put my work in. You hear me? I touched down in Denver and really just put my work in. Like took over, just went crazy. You hear me? Like everything that I was doing in St. Louis, I brought it to Denver. I was already building my name in St. Louis and I just left on a humbug like my mama had got a, a job promotion out here and I didn't want her to come by herself so I just came with her and really just built my name overnight. How many times you make in the last two years? I had got a new laptop you hear me and just started over like really just crafting my sound based off of Dylan sound and like St. Louis sound, you hear me? Like right. blended them together with what I already knew and what I was hearing out here and what type of artists out here in order for me to maintain that fine skill, for me to sell my beats, you know what I'm saying, to the artists out here on a local base that I had to land my sound with they sound. So yeah. I really just, over the two years that I've been here, I made over 500 beats. Nice. You know what I mean? Like, and it's easy. Everyone I made have been hits. Like everything I got in my catalog is a hit. Like you can play nonstop. It, every beat is gonna be a slap. You hear me? But, nice. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Not to get off topic. The Lou. You hear me? Where are you from? <clears throat> Out here. I'm from Denver, Colorado. Born and raised. Nice. I started making beats back in high school. Um, shit went about like it's about like 2011 and shit. Started hearing, you know, like Lex Luger and like Southside and just those huge, crazy beats, you know, with the big bass and the hi hats and shit. And uh, I was like, damn, how the fuck do they make this? So I started kind of like Googling and shit, doing YouTube type stuff, you know. And uh, I came across Lex Luger and I saw him making a, a beat one time and uh, he was making a beat on a computer. Oh, my bad. Yeah, speak more into my the bad. mic for uh, us. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, 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 Lex Luger. Um, I saw him making a beat on YouTube back in like high school and it looked like he was making a beat on like a video game. Like um you know, you know, a fruit loop kinda looks like a, a fucking video game, you yeah. Know, like the blocks and shit and the colors and shit. I was like, Damn, what is this? I gotta find out what this is. So you know, I went I went and found Fruity Loops and I downloaded like the demo version. I've just been going crazy ever since. Nice. How about you, Streetwise? <coughs> Streetwise with the two eighty. I uh, was born in Queens, New York, moved to Colorado when I was 10, and uh, shit, I've been making beats since high school too, man, that's a long time, you know. <coughs> I started out on <coughs> MTV Music Generator on a video game on the PlayStation 1, cooking beats with a Grammy uh, award-winning producer, Cardo, 
gentlemen and I always seen them in the studio cooking and then finally I uh you know set a step time kind of got what they was doing and, and it just fit you know like uh my experience and the things I've dealt with in the music industry can definitely help get us to where we need to go and now we have a platform we got a distribution deal and uh obviously these has got placements and we got other cats that we're working with you know that have major placements so you know things really just taking off nice Dizzy, how did you get started um, making music? What got you involved in music production? Well, really, like, I started off rapping. Like, I started as a rapper. You hear me? I was a rapper at 14, 14 years old. You hear me? I was in a rap group called Tag Team. And, like, really, it's just my head, my life just changed, like, <coughs> overnight. You hear me? Because my pop had died. You hear me? <coughs> pop you hear me but after that like my whole life changed you hear me like I had to move back with my mama and it was just like so much going on to where like my group members they didn't think that I was taking it serious you hear me yeah because I was also still playing basketball and some more you hear me like I was just multi-talented you hear me like I feel Everything it. I do, I was good at it, you hear me? But they just felt like I was taking other things serious more than me being a rapper. So they just, you know what I'm saying, got serious. And I ain't going to say I wasn't serious, you hear me? I was serious. Hey, yeah. you hear me? Life but, happened. You hear me? Life happened, you hear me? But they just parted ways, you hear me? It ain't no hard feelings towards them, you hear me? I still talk to them every day, you hear me? That's gang, you hear me? But I started making beats because I always knew I was going to make beats. You hear me? My big brother was making beats. You know? Nice. Before I was even, you know what I'm saying, thinking about rapping, you hear me? He was making beats at the crib and I used to see him making beats. I was like, I'm a, I'm, I want to try to do that one day. You hear me? Like, I'm going to make beats. You hear me? Yeah, yeah. And I just knew I could do it. Like, even me rapping, like I would Think catch melodies. You hear me? Like, <laughs> but my harmonies, like my the way I catch my raps, like, the way I rap, like, I always can, like, catch a melody, like, think of a hard melody, so I'm like, I know I can make beats with melodies, you hear me, so, yeah. I just picked up a laptop, bro, and locked in, like, I, I said, since I ain't gonna be, no, I ain't gonna, I ain't say I wasn't gonna be no rapper, but just at the time, I was like, okay, now I'm finna try this producer, I'm finna be the best producer, man. you hear me, cause we was the hottest group in the city at that time, like, and we, when I was rapping, like I was a rapper, rapper, like I was opening up for Cash Money, like Young Money, like opening up for Lil Chucky, Lil Twist, you hear me? Like, I was a rapper, like I went no look in the studio every other weekend saying I wanted to be a look, you know what I'm saying? Like everything I do, I'm good at it, you hear me? Full fledged. Like. Straight up. So how long was you making beats before you guys linked up? Is it just, how long was it just you? I started making beats my junior year high school you hear me i'm 25 now so i've been okay. making beats for like seven years yeah like six seven years it's a good number 
how long you think it took for you to like kind of get into that rhythm? Because I heard your beats, man. You definitely got that rhythm. You know what I'm saying? I can tell you know what you're doing. How long you think it took before you got into that kind of vibe? You know, to get your sound. Like I want to say, I I crafted my sound in about four years, three four years. Yeah. You hear me? Like I was in the studio with multiple artists, bro. Like I've been in the studio with Pee Wee Longway. Uh, non-stop artists like I can't even think of so many DJ Luke Nasty like I done been in DJ Drama Studio you hear me like I done been oh I didn't travel didn't put in my work you hear me like this what's finna happen ain't come overnight cause it ain't happened yet you hear me but I know something finna happen you hear me like I've been punching the wall too long indeed you hear me I, you know, you just uh, mentioned a lot of folks here. We're going to get you, no, you, you, you in a sec. Out of everybody you just named, you've been in the studio with all them dudes. Who do you say, like, you know, maybe pushed you forward? You saw somebody's work ethic or something like that. Or maybe somebody was just in there just pushing you. You know what I'm saying? Did anybody come into your life like that or that you saw, you know, that pushed you? I ain't going to say ain't nobody pushed me because it's like I meet these folks mm-hmm. and I see them and I take in what I see. You hear me? But... It, it's what they, what I took in, what I noticed to give me yep. that drive. You hear me? But that Chop Squad DJ, you hear me? DJ Chop Squad. Yeah, DJ Chop Squad. Squad. Ch- his name is Chop Squad DJ. There you go, shout him out. Yeah. You hear me? Chop Squad DJ from St. Louis. He a hot ass producer. You hear shout me? If y'all DJ, don't know, man. you hear me? Like he hot as hell. You hear me? He got numerous Billboard hits. You hear me? But I was in the studio with this nigga. At a young age, you hear, like when I first started, you hear me, and I would just see these niggas make beats in like ten minutes. Yeah, nice. like now he signed the Metro. Yeah, he he signed the Metro. Plenty of people like he then been signed to a couple producers and been did his thing, put in his work. You hear me? But like me seeing him make beats in that shorter time time span, like and the way he did it, it was just like. Damn, I I can't let this nigga not teach me, you know, or like just like let me, you hear yeah. me, not let me soak this up. Like this is a talent, like that everybody can't do. Like I gotta take advantage of. You hear me? Yeah. Basically, you hear me? Most but definitely. Chop Squad DJ was most definitely one of them people. And our Chop Squad. Yeah. So, who influenced you? Um, who? What are some of your influences? How'd you get started? My bad, sorry. I did see that awkward real quick. Um, I got started back in high school. My, uh, my bad. <laughs> the first uh, producer who I like really looked up to was like Lex Luger. Lex Luger. Yeah, he's who really got me making beats and everything. What about yeah. about 2010 or that's when 2011. He was... 11. Uh, back in uh, that was I think that was like sophomore junior year of high school okay. right there. Um. That's when I first got got into Fruity Loops and shit. And then later on in life, um, I started like kind of gravitating towards Southside. Um, he's like the leader of 808 Mafia. Right. You know, you guys know who Southside yeah. is, yeah. Of course, we know. know Southside, <laughs> Southside's the leader of 808 Mafia. He's like the godfather of everything you hear on the radio nowadays, and like anything beat wise. Um, really, that's just really turned me up though. Was just watching him and shit. Yeah, and how did y'all two link up, man? Was it like seeing 808 Mafia and 
Uh, you know what I mean? What made y'all want to leave? <laughs> Honestly, like shit, he just came to town one time, and I I had a situation going on with a record label, um, that was kind of in partners with um, uh, like YGAM, and like they had something going on, and then he was hanging out over at YGAM with like FL and everybody, <coughs> and um, so basically. He just tapped me on the shoulder one night at the club. Like, we, we all went to, like, the club yeah. together. We went to, like, I think it was, like, the all-black party or something like that. And uh, he just tapped me on the shoulder one night. He was like, yo, we got to make beats sometime. I was like, all right, yeah, 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 you know? <laughs> like, yeah, and, uh, you know, yeah. like, I was like, all right, yeah, we'll make some beats, you know? Like, and then, like, uh, about, like, a week later, uh, 21 Savage came to town, like, um, on some, like, tour shit, you know, for one of his tour stops. And, uh, you know, you guys know who No Plug is, right? Yeah, no his plug. brother. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, and No Plug was coming to the studio and shit. And so my manager basically told me to get down there. Um, you know, so I hopped in the car real quick. You know, it was like probably one in the morning and shit. I just got home from work. Um, and then he was down there and he was like, and nobody was there yet, you know. So we were. he was just like, let's go make some beats, you know. So we went to the back room real quick. We cooked up, you know, I think we cooked up probably like a 10-pack real quick. Damn. We went crazy. Like, I was like, I, I had never met anybody that far, though, like, at that mm-hmm. point, like, with the beats and shit. Like, yeah. In Denver, you know, I kind of, I, I was, like, the only fire producer, like, that I had. <laughs> really, like, Talk your like, shit. Tropics beats up until that point. I had met Tropics and been hanging out with him and shit. Okay. Nice. But, um... Man, he, he just reminded me, though, of, like, a young Metro Boomin, like, just the way he was going crazy and shit, and I, and I just, we, I, it just felt like some dynamic duo and shit, you know, like, we just were going crazy, and then, you know, like, 20 dudes showed up, like, the whole basement was, like, full of dudes, <laughs> like, it was crazy, bro, wall to wall, oh, and, uh... <laughs> since that day I just I just been sticking with him like yeah why not why just not? off the yeah. strength of what we did together you know like, so how did y'all meet Streetwise uh shit we met Street a couple months ago I met Street a couple months ago over at YGM and shit um through DZ through him oh okay my bad sorry I don't know if I'm getting too far away from this mic no you getting it <laughs> Streetwise how'd you meet busy hey man like I said I had a uh,
that's how I finance our music shit. And uh, it just made sense for us, you know? And uh, they definitely have motivated me. You know, I was at a place of music. I did a whole project with someone and then we fell out. So I didn't release the project. I didn't want to give them no love. And, uh, <laughs> I put in so much work. I put that's in the so life much, of a producer. So much work in so many, <laughs> so many situations that could have popped but didn't because of the dynamic um, personality. This is the first time like I've ever had this situation where there's no ego between us. You yeah. know, there's no jealousy. Yeah. It's all motivation. It's all work, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. So. I seen you got goosebumps saying that, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, y'all working as a team, man. Yeah, we it's just, like, definitely a beautiful thing to see, man. Is there, like, some sort of um, process? Everybody keep, like, some sort of role? Or how, how do y'all keep the flow going? Or how, how well, I mean, as, as far as the company goes, uh, you know, I, I'm in the role of manager, so I'm, I'm working on securing all the business side of things. Gotcha. I got us our LLC, our tax ID, all that stuff set up. You know, I'm making sure we're all organized with BMI and everything we're dropping now is all registered to BMI right away. Gotcha. Uh, of course, finding and dealing with a deal DZ has also, you know, and just handling all the, the day-to-day management side of stuff. And we all make beats individually, but when we come together, you know, the process is just like whatever, whoever's on the laptop first, you know, mm-hmm. they find the sound, find the melody that they like, yeah. the bass line. We just pass it off, bro, and we have great chemistry together. So it don't matter if it's two of us, all three of us, you know that shit goes. Nice. Well, let me ask you this: um, like, describe y'all sound. What would be the sound of you guys, or how would you guys describe your sound? <laughs> I want to hear from everybody, like, how you would personally describe the sound. Cooking. <laughs> Straight up, <no. laughs> Cooking. Cooking like it up in the kitchen, man. Uh, like, I think, like, me, my personal sound is, like, down south. Like, what I love, that's the sound that I love to make, just down south shit, like, with the yeah melodies. is just, like, that soulful trap shit, you hear me? Like, that's the sound that I love to make. But as a whole, as all of us together, the culinary boys, the sound is just, like, it's nationwide, hits. like, hits, hits, you hear me, hits. like, it doesn't matter what sound it is, you hear me, we can capture whatever you want, you mm-hmm. hear me, like, as long as that shit banging, you hear me, <laughs> like, it's that, it's gonna be that. <laughs> alright, alright. Shit, uh, my sound, I would describe it as just down south too, but I focus more on, like, the drums and the per- percussion, rather than, like, melodies and stuff, like, I- I'll do, like, one or two melodies. On like a beat and then i'll just go crazy with the hi-hats and you know everything else like snares and the 808s for sure i gotta turn those 808s up loud yeah uh, listening to our music there's a lot of 808s man yeah you know yeah my goal is to have the hardest drums out of the denver period like without a question just yeah. denver or in the, the, the world well Why, the world, the world <laughs> preferably but i'm a i'm gonna just start with denver you know? okay you gotta, you gotta start small and kind of yeah. scale it up yeah baby yeah man my personal sound is all over the place man like honestly like repeat myself or whatever man i make all genres of music just depends what vibe i'm in bro all tempos like, i can chop anything i got somebody recently who asked me to chop a country song bro like and like 
Like it's, it's all grid work, man. It's all about the timing and the beats, time stretching, and all that shit. Once you have that shit down, you can chop anything. Like, literally, I could take somebody's sneeze and then make a dope out of that shit. So, are you guys uh, all using FL or what? what's your preference? Do you yeah, guys yeah. like software, hardware, or? Shit, man. Well, easy. he draws in, he draws in everything. So, uh, he don't care about the MIDI, but me and Rod fuck the MIDI war, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I can play all I'll my melodies with it. And shit. Yeah, I'll fuck with it sometimes. Yeah. I go back and forth. Yeah. I call myself the Fruity Loop guy, man. Yeah. That's the only thing I work with. <laughs> for yeah. I know all the shortcuts. Well. When I say I'm the Fruity Loop guy, I mean this shit, man. <laughs> I know every shortcut on Fruity Loop shit. <laughs> I mean, I can show you some shit you never I knew about. Hey, hey, hey. And honestly, that's one of the hugest things that really drew me to him is like, his knowledge, like when I, I watched him make a beat one time, he actually did research and study. He was like, I yeah, want to capture this East Coast vibe. So he went and listened to a couple Biggie songs first. Right on, Found the balance that he wanted, this, the right type of snare and percussion. He plays extreme attention to detail. You know, and that's something that's very key, man, when you're building a company, when you're trying to do anything that, that's a team effort. You know, we all have to play our parts, but we all have to also have attention to detail so that way everything works together at the same time, all smoothly like a machine. You yeah. Know? One of the things I always like to ask different producers when I'm talking to them, man, when y'all are making beats, y'all, you know what I mean, you might be in a studio with an artist or something like that, y'all ever make a beat based off of who you're making it for, y'all keep that in mind, and y'all just cook up, whoever gets this, gets it, like, what's y'all thoughts on that, like, what y'all do? Well, we do both, like, yeah. there's been plenty of times, like, we have studio, studio time with niggas in the studio, and mm-hmm. they ask us to make some shit, you know, just tell us the tempo or, you know, the vibe that they want, man, that's pretty easy to make, you know? But a lot of times we'll be cooking some whatever shit and then someone will come in and they're like, we want that, you know? That shit happens almost every time, realistically, okay, okay. you know? So. I'd say it's a lot of, like, both, you know? Like, a lot of times I'll just be sitting at home making beats and stuff and, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll want to make, like, you know, shoot, like a money bag yo beat or something like that, right, or like right. a Young Dolph beat or something like that, you know, or, you know, maybe, like, my friend will text me and he'll be like, you know, hey, can you make me a beat, like, would be on Roddy Rich's album or something like that, like a Roddy Rich beat or something like that, um, and then also sometimes, you know, it's just making beats for the artist, you know, like, I'll just make a beat sometimes and I'll be like, I'm gonna send this to Tuski, you know, and it'll just be a Tuski beat, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, I'll just make a beat, you know, and I'll just... It'll just be whoever gets on it, you know. Nice. It's like a lot of give and take, you know. Yeah. Like most of the time, when I create a beat, I go off the the vibe of the, what the artists want. You hear me? And like, I get a lot of artists that get rec- like give me have me remake beats. Mm-hmm. Like artists text me links to YouTube beats. Like make me a beat like this. Nice. Like, it's Every other day, I get texts like that. Like, yeah. So, like, that's how you know that, like, I'm a top-tier producer. You hear me? If rappers can come to me and believe that I can capture that sound that they want. You hear me? Yeah. But most of the time, in another time I create, I can just go to the, I really don't even tell nobody I do. I go to the <laughs> billboards, you hear me? And I be yeah. listening to the top billboard hits. Yeah. You hear me? And just the, the tempos and the vibes of that, you hear me? And I just go off of that and I create vibes like that too. Like that. Always studying the craft. That's good. So let me ask you guys, how long um, were you producing before you start charging? And then how do you charge? And 
how do you guys get paid? Do you guys uh, get money up front, or do you guys want to do splits with money on the back end? Or? It gives too many beats away. Oh, <laughs> man. Alright, so when I started making beats, you know, when I started getting like fire and stuff with the beats is when I started kind of charging people, you know, because I was like, you know, if I'm doing this, I might, I might as well start making money off of it, you know, like that's, you know, that, that'll pay up, pay for my weed, you know, least, you know, like, <laughs> but shit, um, after a while though, I kind of like started like realizing, you know, getting places, you know, it doesn't always help to be charging money. You know, like, sometimes you got to give some shit away for free. Like, right, right. and so I'd say, like, I, I've been so successful, you know, thus far because I've been kind of willing to work with artists and not necessarily charge them, you know, if there's money, you know, and they give me money, you know, you know, then I make some money, you know, but like for a while and shit, I've been just kind of giving beats away for free, you know, yeah. like I've been working with just hella artists. You don't treat it like a mob. Not on yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, <laughs> your favorite rappers don't pay for beats, bro. But they publishing that. Um, I've been like selling beats for I say about four years, hmm. four five years, like two years in, like. I already knew, like, I'm not giving away no free beats. Like, <laughs> this is my craft. Like, I take this shit serious. Like, I've been jobless for about, well, I ain't going to say straight jobless because I get a job on and off, you hear me? But I don't last with, at a job, you hear me? Like, I done walked out on so many jobs, bro. Like, fuck bro. this job. Like. I don't need this job. I'm finna be the biggest producer. <laughs> like, yeah, I already know. Right you there, hear you know? me? Like, we all here to do, you know? Yeah, so, I didn't, I stay about two, three years in, I was selling beats. Like, that's when I was taking it serious. And I don't recommend you to be giving away free beats if you a producer out here. You hear me? You're like, killing the game for us. <laughs> So let me ask you this, um, as far as the publishing, because I heard you mention that, 
when you guys are cooking up with an artist, do you guys talk about the business first, or do you guys wait, or well, how do you get paid we, from your publisher? So this is the thing. We used to wait. I mean, I mean, this was we we recently had a situation where we had to discuss it, you know, in an after the fact man, in an after the fact manner, you know, and uh, it it didn't pan out well for either side. We didn't either side didn't accomplish what we wanted out of it, and uh, so from now on when we're in that situation, we have to have some understanding of what's happening with the beat before there's any beat exchange or any of that. You know what I mean? If we mm-hmm. tell you, you know, you're about to submit this track for a placement somewhere, we're going to give you the beat, then it's cool. You know, yeah. but, you know, if we're in the process of cooking it and you want the beat, you know, y'all know our prices. You know, DZ, the moment I met him, I asked him what he charged for beats. He told me the same thing every time. You know? So, I mean, my shit's the same. You know, it's not any different. And I don't think that's outrageous either, man. You get your fucking guaranteed hit, bro, if you got the right promotion. Yeah. You know, for 250 bucks. Yeah. That's a steal. So <laughs> is the two, is that for exclusive rights yeah. or? Right. I mean, right now, yeah, that's where we at. Okay. You know, it's all, it's all different, you know, different situations, you know. So I got a question. So say you sell this beef for 250 and then the artists go platinum. <laughs> I, I, I charge different prices with different artists. Oh, yeah, exactly. You hear me? Like yeah. every artist don't get the same price. You hear me? Because I fuck with who fuck with me. You hear me? Yeah. Like I got straight clientele on this shit. How niggas be selling dope? I be selling beats, bro. You hear me? <laughs> yeah. Like this Friday, I made five hundred dollars off selling beats. This on Friday, you hear me? Flex, man. You hear me? Like, <laughs> I really put my work in, my name in, in the city, you hear me? But different artists get different prices. Nice. All right. So speaking on placements, man, do y'all have a, a certain placement that y'all had, like, that was probably y'all favorite, whether it was the way it came out or just the overall vibe in the session? Like, any of y'all got any thoughts on that? Y'all favorite placements, man? Or favorite artists that y'all worked with? Girl, you know, I forgot a lot of my placements. Okay, but... <laughs> I'm gonna say my favorite one was probably it wasn't even like a placement, it was just like a feature that he did like on the song, <laughs> but Boy Lane's hopped on a song that I produced that was kinda of lit. Yeah, there you go. That was that was probably like it's Boy Lane's feature. Yeah, that that was and it and it like still plays in the club too. Like they're they're spinning in the club like every other weekend type shit. Drop like, the name of the song. You know the, remember the name of the song. Uh it's called X Ten, like right. Ten Freaky Girls. Yeah. Dorado, Doobie Newton, Squeezy Taylor. Yeah. Uh also, uh, Tory Lanez on the remix. Go cop that. iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify. Yeah. Shout, out, Boy. shout out all them brothers, man. You know. Yeah, shout out Dorado. Uh, shout out Dewey Newton. And shout out DJ Squeezy Taylor, man. Yeah. Good people. Heavy hitters. All yeah, for real. Man. Good people, man. What about you, uh, E? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Um, I got a couple placements, you know what I mean? But, like, one that's... Big that I'm proud of, you hear me? The biggest I say is Lil Baby. Lil Baby. Yeah, I got yeah, yeah. I had made a, a beat for this artist back in my hometown called um No Lando Pretendo. And he had got the feature with Lil Baby on it. And it was just mm-hmm. you hear me just one something that I landed off the humbug. Like I never expected <laughs> that to happen. It just it just happened overnight. Mm-hmm, but yeah, yeah. Are y'all seeing any publishing checks from those songs yet? No, you can answer that. <laughs> All right, so he had a publishing deal that he had 
here prior to us starting the company, uh, what was, what was it called the administration? The administration, the admin company. The admin company in Cali. Yeah. And uh, we've been in correspondence with them. They were kind of jerking us around on the answers and all of that. So we had to check with them ourselves. We will. The short answer is we will. Nice. I just have to do some management work to get to it. And motherfuckers kind of take more percentage than what they even deserve because they didn't even get the placement. He got the placement himself type shit. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, moving forward, I make sure like my catalog BMI is pretty big and I haven't really pushed none of those songs. I don't give a shit about those. But just the fact that I have a catalog is something. So we're moving forward. Everything we do is running through BMI so that we can build our catalog and really push. Nice. That's how you get those numbers, you know? Short answer. We getting checks off this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes, That's what's up. Checks. Let me ask you guys, uh, what's your favorite VST or what's a must have VST you gotta use or what what's something you guys always use? Uh Omnisphere, for sure. Definitely. <laughs> I, I love Omnisphere too. <clears throat> I love Omnisphere too, you hear me like that was the go to, but recently I just fucked up my laptop. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I had to fucking go like two weeks without making beats, bro. So that fucked up everything. And I just reinstalled a couple of my VSTs, got them back, but I still don't got Omnisphere. I don't know how to install no softwares. I suck at installing VSTs. <laughs> but it don't matter what you got. That's what I was finna get at. You, you hear me? It. It's how you use it. You hear me? I've been making hits with fucking standard VSTs, bro. It don't matter yeah. what the fuck you got. That's one of the things me and V talk about a lot on the podcast, yeah, man. Yeah. Just hip hop, man, it came from nothing. Using what you got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Battles in high school. Oh, yeah. I don't know if y'all know me and Streetwise used to go to high school together. That's crazy. Hell yeah. Raps. People in the cafeteria in the hallway, they used to have to try to break it. That's in that mic. Yeah, man, we've been doing this, man. <laughs> we'd be 100 deep, man, in the cafeteria having freestyle battles, man. They used to have to try to break the shit, man. <laughs> crazy. One time, I, uh, you know, when uh, we was in high school, when that Jay-Z and Nas, that yeah. Ether came out. Oh, and no. Me and this dude used to talk about that shit all the time since yeah. he from Queens. I was like, who you got? Yeah, you already know that Nas. Got him, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like win the, win the battle or win the war type shit. Yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. That's what's up. All right. Oh, shit. Now, another thing we always talk about, too, is just the, the methods of how y'all make beats. Me and V, we're pretty much some uh, sample-heavy producers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What y'all thoughts on using samples? Y'all come up with your own melodies, your own sounds, like, even down to the drums. Like, what y'all's take on that? Shit. Well, I learned all my drum shit from both of these guys. Yeah. In all honesty, I have. But uh, I, I like to build my own melodies. I love using samples. Like I recently discovered a new way to sample, like sample crazy ass way. Yeah. But, uh, don't talk about that off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got you. I got you. I can't give everybody the sauce. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, you know, we use loops, but if I use a loop, like I have to layer and freak it, you know, so that you can't tell it's the loop. You know, I'll never just use a straight loop as a melody. You know, I feel like that's just arranging. You know, yeah. I have to actually be a producer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I use it all, you know, uh, when I first started out, I was making my own melodies like really heavy, and I still do that really heavy too, but that's all I did because I didn't really know how to sample or like find the key, you know, or anything like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. But uh, lately, I've been kind of like 
sampling like i've been going to youtube and like finding old songs and like just really obscure shit like i've been like sampling like stuff from china lately yeah um, um like it's really just back to what dz said it's not about what you got it's how you use it you know you find some crazy shit you know cool you know if you got some you can make it crazy if you got the sauce man that's what's up how about you dz yeah i just go off the uh the vibe just whatever to capture the sound that I'm looking for at that moment. You hear me? I can use samples, create something from scratch. Just whatever I'm feeling at the moment. You hear me? It don't matter to me. Bro. I, don't, I, don't, I don't care. Yeah. Okay. How about, uh, I got another question. What is you guys' dream placement or what's the artist you guys would love to produce for? Shit. My dream placement has always been future. Like, this nigga love. <laughs> yeah, my dream placement would be Future, man, because that's really who just like listening to the Future turn me up, man. That's what really like made me want to go, man. What really made me realize, yo, I can do this, man. These beats are simple. I'm making simple ass beats. <laughs> like ride straight, shut up, rolled man. around with this Future CD and his CD player a year straight. <laughs> no, it was like, like it was like three years straight. But like, it was damn, okay, which one? Dirty Sprite. Yeah, it was Dirty Sprite too. Oh, okay. um, oh me, yeah, that was legendary. Yeah, <laughs> didn't take it out. Didn't take it out though. Like it didn't come out the CD player. Like just it repeat. was just that shit was looping. That shit crazy. <laughs> hmm. Who's your dream placement? Oh uh, yeah, my dream placement. Um, I say no cap. Like I fuck with no cap too. Oh, okay. Like I always say, I want to get a no cap placement. You hear yeah, me? that's his favorite artist. Yeah, I'm trying to catch one of them. Free no cap. Free no cap, man. Straight up. Shit, man. Since I, when I really started getting dope at beats and shit, and really like 2008, probably. Like, I don't know. I always just wanted to work for Two Chains, bro. Like, dope. I, yeah. I, really, I feel like right now we sitting on a few banger for him, man. So yeah. shout out to Two Chains. We about to try to get get in touch with you, bro. Uh, atmosphere. You put know, it out there. There we go. Up. And this this our last question we always ask our guests. Who's your top five producers of all time? Ooh. Mm. Ooh. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to say... No particular order, man. Yeah, no particular order. Mm. I'm going to say Dr. Dre, mm-hmm. Timbaland, shit, uh, Quincy Jones. Mm. Like he hit every Motown hit. He was producing. Um, shit. Easy Ride Myself. Boom. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's a hell of a five minutes. Uh, Southside, Metro, Pharrell, uh, Quincy, and then fuck, who's the, who's the fifth one? Damn, man, I know there was a fifth one somewhere. Anyway, where's oh Lex? We'll say Lex because okay, Lex, Lex, Lex turned it up, man. Lex, hard. All right, all right. Um, I'm gonna go with Southside, Metro. TM88. Mm. Yeah, I can't forget TM, man. Um, Pyrex Whipper. You hear me? Yo, shout out to Pyrex. Hi, I'm, I'm naming all the, the all new the era. Yeah, oh, Weezy. Weezy. We got to put Weezy up Weezy there. For Weezy, sure. Weezy for show. Weezy for show. Weezy out of here, bro. Weezy oh, out of yeah, here. Yeah, you right. hear me? That's I'm right. naming all the new era producers, though, because, like, all the old producers, I don't really <laughs> listen to that shit. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, right? That move back. Other than oh, like, no. besides Diddy when he came in and started bringing that flavor and shit, like, yeah. 
Even Dre shit. Diddy didn't back. make beats. Diddy didn't Diddy make beats. Did no, Diddy didn't about? make beats, man. Diddy made beats. No, Diddy. he did not. He was Diddy, he produced as far as the arrangement and stuff, yeah, but actually hitting the keys and playing the He just sat back, the he was like, yo. He, he could tell the person, he got the ear for it, like, hey, do it like this or do it like this. I'm telling you, Diddy made No, he got an ear for it. He'd be like, yo, go get Destiny's Child for the feature Playboy. That's all he did. Okay. I want y'all to give y'all social media and then promote what y'all got coming out here. Yeah, my social media underscore DZOTT on Instagram. My Facebook is DZOTT Drip, DZI Drip, you hear me? Uh, B Stars, DZOTT dot B Stars dot com. You hear me? Go check that out. Y'all want some leases, you hear me? That they on our cheat too, rather than you come to me in person. I'm gonna wait. Say that catalog is 6,000 deep. 600. 600. 600 deep. 600 deep. Yeah, we, we, we going crazy. All right. Go ahead, give me your social media. Yo, my my IG is uh, at Robred on the beat. Probably gonna change that later, but follow me there for right now, man. <laughs> give me your social media. All right, uh, Facebook backslash Streetwise fifty two eighty. Facebook backslash Culinary Boys. Uh, Instagram backslash Culinary Boys. Instagram slash Streetwise fifty two eighty. Um, Twitter slash Merchants Press. Give me your LinkedIn too. Yeah, I want that. <laughs> oh, you did. Go ahead, <laughs> man. Uh, yeah, so I got a single called Born the Bob coming out. It's gonna be on the Culinary Boys compilation. It'll be out on Tuesday on all platforms: Spotify, yeah. Apple Music, iTunes, all that shit. Dope. And then uh, DZ, he got two singles coming out. We got March 10th. He got retarded dropping. Featuring <laughs> our young artist Brazy, we got this little young sixteen-year-old bro, Codus in the city. Yeah. Watch everybody working with him. Yeah. Yeah. Every song you gonna hear this summer, he gonna be on every hook. Shout him out again. What's his name? Uh, he, Brazy. Brazy GG. He uh, he got a song coming out with Hundred Rack Six real soon. You know, and uh, he got a few more. But uh, that song is coming out March tenth, and then March twenty-seventh, DZNA got a song called Leverage coming out. Nice. That's just fire. Yeah. yeah. Let's ready, so and I produce both of these tracks too. I, I produce both of these tracks. Too. And I'm on both of the hooks. And this nigga can rap. I'm going crazy. All right. Well, well appreciate y'all coming out, man. I appreciate hey, y'all coming out. Producer Pull Up, man. Thanks yeah, for having Pull Up. Man. All right, man. Yeah, Producer Pull Up, man. Shout out child, man. Yeah, I appreciate y'all, man. Us. We thank y'all for being on. And this is a rap for Producer Pull Up. Say something, big. Peace. Peace. Peace.